Hey guys, welcome to the Blockchain Bandit podcast episode 3. You're joined here by me, Jeff. And myself, Courtney. And me, Andy. And last week we spoke about um, Segwit2x, um, Electronium, and what else did we speak about, actually, apart from that? Segwit2x, Electronium, and... um Oh dear. We speak a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, we spoke, we a, spoke lot. a lot. We spoke about a lot of stuff, isn't it? But the main things we wanted to focus on was Segwit2x and Electronium because they had a big week this past week. They were big in, in the news. Um, so, first off, Segwit2x, the Bitcoin hard fork, was cancelled. Out of nowhere, the document came out. One of the developers um, in his statement said that the reason for the um, cancellation was because there wasn't a consensus on the on the fork and they didn't want to split the community. That's the reason that they pushed forward to people um, initially. There's a lot of speculation over that, but yeah, um, what do you guys think about the whole situation? Well, it just seems like, um, you know, oh, I always take this stance on it. Do you really, you know, listen to your community or do you just go for what's best for what you're trying to deliver? I mm. think that's really key, number one. You saw Microsoft do it with the Xbox and uh, it wasn't something that boded well um, in terms of what product they were trying to deliver. Um, so I think that's one key thing. But um, other than that, you know, you've got the whole craziness that sparked from that in terms of Bitcoin cash. And uh, I think we're going to talk about it today. Yeah, we are. But just to um, speak a bit more about um, Segwit2x, do you guys think it was legitimately just um, the reasoning for the cancellation was legitimately for not splitting the community or was there something a bit more sinister behind it, do you think? Well, yeah, there are there are talks of it in the community now um, uh, due to, well, the the... It was the uh, 2x pla- um, fork was planned a while ago. Mm. However, like there were, I guess there were better, de- better choices. So obviously, Bitcoin Cash might have been the better choice for them, but they wanted to get more advertising for it. There, there's talks that um, are due to the Roger Ver, who's the, who's the man leading it, tends to be very. He he's called the uh, Bitcoin Judas. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but was this all planned? Um, who knows? Uh, that, that's for the conspiracy theorists. Uh, but what, like, what's happening now is definitely what's happening with two X anyway, and what has gone into Bitcoin Cash is um, is definitely something. What's going to be a topic of discussion in the next coming weeks and months? Uh, how how it pans out, really. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's had a huge impact on the price at the moment. After, like, as soon as it was cancelled, Bitcoin shot up, new all-time high again. Yeah. And now we've seen a massive drop, and that ties in with what um, you and Courtney were saying about um, Bitcoin Cash. Um, so yeah, let's speak more about that. Some people might not know what Bitcoin Cash is, so let's just explain what. It is to them. Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, um, a few months ago, back in uh, August, um, there was a. I we actually touched on it. Touched on it slightly on the first Segwit um, fork. Mm. Uh, we discussed how uh, Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash got created. Mm. 
um, basically um, users who held a bit of Bitcoin got saved it. You held one Bitcoin, you would get one Bitcoin cash uh, for being on the chain. So it was a free cryptocurrency. Uh, well, basically Bitcoin cash had um, uh, faster, faster transaction times um, and just um, in terms of interaction um, uh, transaction times and benefits to miners, it was a better coin uh, and it had better features um, and it was newer and it had the Bitcoin name. So it was called yeah, Bitcoin Cash. How, how, but however, it was sold off by quite a few people in the community because it was seen as just a pretender, not a real, not the real Bitcoin. Mm. Um, and uh, the the main reason why was due to the team leading it and the devs behind it. Uh, Bitcoin core development team of are some uh, is is a is a group of people the community hold in very high regard, mm. um, who work hard. Uh, um, Bitcoin Cash was seen as not that. Uh, yeah. Uh, to term it lightly. Uh, however, they've come into um, they've they've got a lot of uh, traction lately since Wednesday, since the Segwit two X uh, cancellation cancellation yeah. was announced. Mm. Um, basically, the team who were pushing for two X have decided to um, use Bitcoin Cash um, in in the fu- in the future. So they're profiting off the upcoming soft fork bitcoin cash is going to be go through in the next coming days i think the 14th if i remember correctly but i could be wrong mm. and um and then they're going to work on uh getting 2x onto uh bitcoin cash meaning it's going to be very profitable for miners to mine uh which has caused a lot of um a lot of miners to move over to uh from bitcoin to bitcoin cash whether it's temporarily or not um, is, is is remains to be seen. Yeah, I think there's there's strong there's a strong argument that it will be temporary, mainly because of basic, um, well, if you have an understanding of the technology and just basic common sense. Because hmm. if people move to the Bitcoin Cash to mine it, that would make Bitcoin Cash mining more difficult, right? So then, and it would make Bitcoin mining more profitable especially after this um they've got a soft fork coming up bitcoin cash after that it makes it even more difficult to uh, mine bitcoin cash so it would make more sense to jump back onto bitcoin classic bitcoin it would probably be the safer option so some people are speculating saying that um well it's only temporary because right now is great it was very profitable to uh, mine Bitcoin Cash, but it's only going to be up until, you know, their soft fork and also more people join the network and make it more difficult to, to mine and less profitable. And then by doing that, it makes Bitcoin more <laughs> more appealing to jump back onto. Yeah. Yeah. So in the community, they're basically calling it the pump and dump. Yeah. Terminology. yeah, some people are saying that it could be a pump and dump. Yeah, yeah. do you want to explain to people listening who might not know? Oh, yeah, so a pump and dump, you get it in stocks and shares and, and stuff like that. So, um, a big guy will push up a price of a certain asset by buying it up and, um, you know, just 
put it by yeah so push up the price by buying it up attracting so many people to it saying yeah this is a good investment and when they jump in they sell all of their shares make a huge profit and all the little guys um lose all their money because the price crashes down and yeah they so left holding the bag yeah bag holder a, yeah basically and the the big guys they're out there counting their money and the little guys just sat in the corner thinking what the hell am i gonna do now mm. so yeah that's basically essentially what pump and dump is and people are saying that's that could be what bitcoin cash is because right now you're seeing everywhere online in the community oh bitcoin cash is a new bitcoin yeah blah 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 and the price is going up so the little guy's gonna be like hmm, i'm gonna jump on this and it could be the case that the big guys are just sitting there rubbing their hands together like some sort of evil masterminds mm-hmm. and waiting to dump the price uh yeah like uh the the bitcoin community hasn't been this divided in a while um but yeah like it's there's there's a lot of people call saying that the bitcoin cash is a new bitcoin mm. and um like a a, a push towards being not the number one uh currency uh is gonna happen so there is a lot of emotion in the markets yeah. uh it shows in the in in the graphs and in, in, in the charts um it like it could possibly we've we've said it maybe a pump pump and dump um it could also possibly be um an actual movement in a war mm. uh um which i think it might be closer towards uh i really do hope that for the for the same reasons we discussed the topics last week um i um like bitcoin cash is going to be more cent- centralized due to the uh, the how well, the, the features the tech offers yeah the block size maybe. yeah exactly yeah. um it's it's a lot more there's a lot more power direct directed towards the miners um so yeah and there seems to be uh, a lot of um interest from korea which again has a lot of money chinese money mm. flooding in which are obviously being backed by those Chinese miners who actually mine the Bitcoin. Mm. Um, so what what we're seeing um, as of late is um, um, just increase uh, tra- transaction time as miners move over to be, uh, Bitcoin uh, Bitcoin Cash, mm. uh, whether it's temporary, whether, whether it's temporary or not. Um, uh, yeah, it still remains to be seen. I hope it hope it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. But yeah, moving on to something else we spoke about last week. Um, touched on Electronium. Um, someone in the group wanted us to speak about it. We gave our opinion and we said that we weren't... It was a great sort of concept, but we weren't happy with the way it was done. They seemed to have just spent a lot on marketing and spent very little in creating an actual um, good product, a good piece of technology and we were proved right because literally yeah. they they went one they launched for one day and was immediately hacked yeah. and their whole website is down now um they've outsourced from so many different companies trying to get help from them and it just seems like a mess like a big old mess after all the talk they did about being better than bitcoin this didn't happen to bitcoin so yeah i don't know what's your, your guys takes on it yeah it just seems like um their focus was a bit off i think naturally with any new ico your focus should be in your code making sure that's all like you know in line and uh security is one big part of that 
um, you know, how can you really invest in an ICO and have full confidence in them if you know you can get hacked in the first day? So there, there is a big uh, you know worry there. I would say, in my opinion, if I had um, investments in uh, in that particular ICO, Electronium. Um, but that being said, they can still bring it back. You know, they can still you know figure everything out and and, and you know looking at their Twitter feeds, they're all working on it. They're working all all weekend to try and uh, sort everything out. Um, you know, and they've outsourced and they're looking to meet up with them on Monday to try and, you know, solve the issues that they're having. Mm. Um, and bearing in mind, if they can do that and they totally sort, sort everything out, um, they can build up their rep again, I hope. Um, mm. What do you think? Well, I think I think it's a big thing for something based on the blockchain to be hacked and basically been made, in, like it's basically been shut down on the yeah. first day it's a big thing because one of the main um attractions that the blockchain blockchain brings is security and if that's your biggest fault you haven't actually put the work in to implementing one of the most beneficial parts of the blockchain into your ICO which is what it's supposed to be all about um so there's that and but I think you know what I think with the marketing they've done they're very good at marketing I think they could bounce back but I think they've lost a lot of trust but we'll have to see especially and I think as time goes on the longer they're basically shut down for the worse it will get for them really yeah yeah I, I agree with both of you really uh, particularly about what you said about trust Jeffrey mm-hmm. um, I think they lost a lot of trust with, with their investors um, like Again, uh, we. I I I'm not. I don't really like saying I told you so in terms <laughs> of uh, uh, ICOs um, and uh, like just investments because I could easily be proven wrong. And in a way, I hope they do because I I feel at this point I feel really bad for the investors. Yeah, I think so. and I think it makes the whole crypto market look bad when exactly. things like this happen. Yeah, so 100%. it's not really a good thing. We're not taking any pleasure in sitting here saying, "Oh yeah, basically." Um, blah blah we told you sort of thing but what I think we're trying to say is that you should always take your time to do your research with these things you should always look into it Um, we did a video posted on our YouTube um, what to look for when investing in a cryptocurrency and went through all the things you need to look into if you took those steps you might have seen that what we saw with electronium a lot of red flags. Uh, yeah a lot of red flags and maybe like if you're an investor you'd have thought a bit thought twice before investing or maybe you would have invested still because you believed in it but maybe not as much as you did so you know it's just those things you've got to take into account yeah i definitely second that i think even uh looking at the last video i came in with some facts about electronium and i was really positive um, but then when you know you, you counted it, Jeff, and you kind of just said, "Look, but there's this and there's that and there's this," and then you, I kind of started thinking, "Oh crap!" Imagine if I went in and dived <laughs> yeah. into Electronium. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like your "I told you so" thing. You can never really um, say that you can totally forward think and see everything that's about to yeah, happen. It's not. It's not fair. It's yeah. Not fair. You know, it's, it's it's just how it goes sometimes. But um, yeah, that's Electronium, really, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's basically a recap on the things we spoke about last week, and they happen to have come into play the following week. Um, but this week we've got a few things to talk about. We're going to be talking about um, IOTA. Yeah. We're going to be talking about um, human psychology when it comes to money and cryptocurrencies. Yep. 
And um, what else are we going to be talking about, guys? Uh, I guess we've already talked about Bitcoin Cash yeah, again. So, yeah, I suppose we have. And, Bitcoin uh, Cash, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we can we can, we can go further into that if we need to. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's all, it's all about how much time we have left. But um, shall I, shall I, I'll start with the market psychology. Yeah, go, go ahead. Um, well, I, I, we thought that we would talk about this as a, as a good topic in, in terms to take into account um, your emotions and just just thought process um, for people starting out. Mm. Uh, usually a lot of people uh, coming into the space um, or in, in any market, mm. it's good to, um, it's just good to take into account how much the ICO or let's say stock is worth mm. um, the value of it. Um, so basically within, within, within money and psychology, like um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you like, I know you guys play Warframe mm. uh, and like they have in-game currency called platinum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, other people who might play League of Legends as Riot Points mm. or um, yeah like even Call of Duty there's credit you can buy mm. you spend real money to get credit uh, in game and spend it the reason the the, the psychology behind it the, mar uh, the marketing behind it is um, you spend that money mm -hmm. so you better spend so many for some FIFA coins to buy a card yeah um, it might be I don't know 200,000 uh, uh, FIFA coins however in terms of value mm. that might be worth I don't know 50 pounds mm. or 100 pounds um, if you were to spend 100 pounds like that uh, would you is is the question you should be asking yourself you, yeah. so you should always be tracking um, how much it, how much let's say Satoshi's in this case mm. is um is in your 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 currency of choice or what you get paid in. So in mm. our situation, it's it's um, it's pounds. Mm. So oh, this is top of my head, but I think it's about 10, 10 million satoshis is yeah. about five pounds. Yeah. Um, give or take. Mm. So uh, like that's you you can you can base it on that. Mm. Um, so like a hundred thousand is about five p. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just just uh, do it doing doing quick looks like that is a good 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 way to just make your make your yourself realize that this isn't this isn't fake money. This yeah. isn't monopoly money. So what you're saying is like basically one of the biggest barriers for cryptocurrency moving on to like bigger adopt wider adoption is the fact that people have to see cryptocurrency. In the same way they see real money, exactly, and that's and not just spend it willy nilly. It's like, and it's the same sort of reasoning. I think when we spoke about this before, the same reasoning behind when you go to Disneyland, they take away your real money. Well, yeah. they don't take it away, but you can trade your t real money for Disney dollars. And the reason they give you Disney dollars is because Disney dollars, you wouldn't see it as real money. You think of it as like monopoly money. So you're more willing to just spend it willy-nilly and the same thing you're saying with like online games and stuff like they have their own currencies because you're more likely to just see it as part of the yeah. game and um and for that reason like if you bought a cryptocurrency and you just had a cryptocurrency because you can't hold it in your hand um and because it's just in a different format 
you might just spend it willy nilly. You won't be able, won't really respect it mm, in the same exactly. way. Exactly, it deserves yeah. a lot of respect. Yeah. I've, I, I, another, I just just came to me now, but the mm. the most prime example for um, this kind of like thought process in 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 humans is casinos. Just casino straight up, you have to mm. change in for chips. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, that's um, a good point. yeah, it just goes to show, really. Yeah, I guess you could easily, you know, put in all your chips, um, you know, with a blink of an eye and not really think about it. Exactly. Rather than uh, actually putting in, you know, 500 grand or something like that into yeah. the middle of the table, that would most likely hurt you way more. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. You know, tears dropping down your face. <laughs> um, but yeah, imagine the, the guy just, you just lost on the roulettes or something, and then he just claws away your 100 grand. Like, it'd be a lot more painful if you literally saw the paper money yeah. being taken away from you than these plastic chips which you've owned for about two seconds maybe like a deed of the house or something yeah something, something more like yeah physical solid because, yeah because like people people have done that yeah. people have just gambled it the, away their homes yeah and, and like yeah again it's a good thing we we, we did do talk about this because mm. um that is what people are doing mm. on um on these high very high volatility markets yeah that's true um so yeah it's it's something to always be aware of and to understand uh, don't chase that few extra thousand to satoshis maybe just wait which brings me on to um, the my, my next point which is to um, if you miss you your moment or your window to close to sell to buy a position and you see it either going up or down the way you don't want it to go mm. just maybe waiting it out and reassessing where uh, a, a better entry point, because uh, usually um, if you miss your miss your position, you wanna you wanna leave. It can cause uh, you might emotionally just sell it a bit too uh, sell it a bit too low. Yeah. Or you might buy it a bit too high. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it it's just it's just something to step back and just just take time be patient because usually uh with these markets they, they especially uh these uh bitcoin markets uh, are they is is they're very volatile and they do tend to go up and down um obviously that that comes into uh it take that with a pinch of salt because it really depends on the market you're in and say something very drastic could have happened or mm. some news could have dropped yeah uh but when it's when it's uh when it comes a time where you want to close like you've you've done your TA and uh you've 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 bought very low and you're looking to sell it high and you you missed it on on a on a very like a high bit um a, the point you wanted to hit mm. um but if all of TA looks good mm. and it could it could try to push that high you were trying to get um just sorry just to um for the people that don't know what TA is, um, uh, it's technical, technical analysis. analysis. So it's when you look at the charts and you basically analyze them and determine where to buy and sell, essentially. But um, you know, this is one thing I've got a question for you guys, and potentially our uh, listeners have the same kind of question. But you know, you're doing a technical analysis, mm. you're, you're looking at the graphs, but then there's also that aspect of looking at what the ICO is doing at the time, yeah, and understanding you know what the ICO is doing, and I think. One problem with people that get into this um, for the first time is that they don't really get into it because of the ICO. You know, it's, it's more about the coin, and they can look at maybe a graph and say, "Oh, the coin's doing good here," 
uh, you know, Bitcoin's mm. going up this whole time. Maybe just buy some Bitcoin. I'm definitely going to do well. Mm. What would be your advice, obviously, be um, in terms of, you know, kind of balancing the two in terms of... Well, this, like, when Forex trading, for example, you have to... Like, I'm a very technical analysis. Um, my analysis is very technical analysis, um, but a like heavily techni- technical analysis. But you still have to have, even in the back of your mind, the fundamental analysis, which is basically the news, the, 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 yeah, the sentiment of the market, the yeah. economics. Uh, most of the time, that's just reflected on the chart anyway. But especially with um, cryptocurrencies, you need to know the technology you need to know what's going on you need to know what a hard fork is when they're coming for example um for example in the u.s markets uh, forex markets with the u.s dollar you need to know when um nfp is coming which is non-farm payrolls which is basically um employment data coming out for that given month or the past month and you need to know that simply because of volatility. That's going to make the markets really volatile when that figure comes out. So you need to protect yourself. And it's the same thing in um, same thing in the cryptos, but I think a bit more because these are brand new assets. These are, this is a brand new asset class. Yeah. Um, people are just learning about them, and they're very they're gaining pop- popularity very quickly. And the volatility is crazy. So any little thing in the market can just whip like up and down in literally a second so you need to be very aware for just that reason alone and also i think it depends what type of investor you are and that links back to what um andy was saying in terms of like psychology you need to look at yourself as a person yeah and that will tell you what type of investor you are so if you're someone who isn't very patient you can't just put something away and forget about it then maybe being a long-term investor isn't for you and if you're a long-term investor you don't really need to look in well you always have to look into the technology but you have to look into it as much as a long-term investor because a long-term investor needs to know that this um technology has a future and this technology can be applied and is future proof essentially for maybe what the next five years ten years or something short-term investor say you're a day trader or something like that um you do need to look at the um charts and maybe less at the um the tech because um like i said you don't need to know what like this this tech's going to do in the next five years you just need to know what the market thinks about it right now so um, that's my take on it anyway um, what, what do you think Andy? yeah I think what you said is very good uh, so far like um, yeah uh, as, as Jeffrey said um, what kind of investor you are um, so are you thinking short term or like I, I kind of split my portfolio personally into my long term holds so th- these are these are the, the ICOs which I really believe in um, I, I enjoy their tech um they have a good dev team read their white a white paper i reckon in a year two years they're gonna go do very well um they're the type of ico that say if um there was a dip in the markets everywhere and it was like i've done ta on them um that's sort of technical analysis on them and i know where their supports and resistance are so supports being where there's a lot of buy orders for and resistance being where there's a lot of sell orders for um, say if it's hit its uh, support, I'm probably one of the people willing to buy 
So mm. I, I've bought the dip. Um, so that, that that's your kind of like long term, like kind of in, investor kind of um, side of um, aspect of things. And you can do both. Mm. That's the thing. You don't need to just go all in, all in, all in a short term mm. or all into um, invest uh, a long term uh, trades. Like you can do. You, you should do both. In yeah. my opinion, I think you should do both. Mm. Um, and then obviously you have your short short term trades or mid short to mid term, which you're kind of like swinging and you know that you've you've strategized it and you know that there's a there's a um there's some good uh, dev uh, dev notes coming out for a particular coin then you may want to invest in it um another thing is like um that um people might want to pay attention to is um fud and um and fomo as well Whoa, 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 whoa. What is FUD and FOMO? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so basically FUD is um, basically, well, FOMO, let's just start with, is fear of missing out, which is something that expands into all parts of um, human psychology and plays a big role when it comes to investing before you're investing or even during whilst you're in a position. So, for example, if before if you see an ICO and what really gives the ICO market a lot of its strength and where it's getting a lot of its profit from is FOMO like people thinking oh no I need to jump on this ICO oh look they're having an early coin offering I need to get in on this before it blows and becomes the next Bitcoin that's why they all say they all quoting oh we're better than Bitcoin we're the next Bitcoin because Bitcoin has made so much growth and there's so many people thinking oh damn I wish I had Bitcoin when it before it blew up I'd be a millionaire, a billionaire by now. And now that reinforces and makes the fear of missing out worse. And it happens in all sorts of... You get it from childhood. Like, if you're a little kid and you see another little kid playing with another toy, you want to play with that toy now yeah. because you think, oh, there's something better over there. Mm. You know, you always think the grass is greener on the other side. And it's not necessarily the case. You always have to try and exclude that... Um, that feeling of FOMO, that FOMO feeling uh, when it comes to investments and FUD is basically about fear, about fear unease and uh, I think it's dis, dis, distrust yeah, yeah distrust, distrust yeah. yeah so basically it's um, a lot of these coins you got to think about it, a lot of these companies the investors big investors that hold these coins they are in competition with each other and just like any other business, just like any other competition, they will always try and make their competition look worse so they can look better. So you might see a lot of articles or blog posts and stuff telling you how bad a certain coin is. And it may not be true. Um, it, it's very, um, it's just a way to manipulate the public. And that's why you have to go to as many sources as you can. Like, we're talking to you right now, but don't take our like our word as like gospel. You need to go out there and get another opinion and another opinion. Yeah, get learn from different sources. Yeah, learn from different sources and get some sort of balanced view, and so you can form your own opinion. Um, and that and and that's a big role when it comes to the psychology, um, and the human psychology and cryptocurrencies. And it's another big barrier um, that um, people face today. So, I, I, did you kind of get that, Courtney? I don't know. No, that 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 makes sense. Um, you know, so basically, in in, in other words, 
don't just follow and trust everything like sheep which is you know totally totally fair enough and kind of just have your full understanding of what's what's going on for i feel that you want to invest in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. again like um both of these things are based um both of, both of these things fomo and fud um that they thrive in from emotional people mm. and the human emotion mm. so um so missing out and fear yeah. is uh, is basically um, the two the two at play. Mm. So uh, they tend to come out when you're either like the person investing, so you at home maybe, maybe over invested in a in an ICO, or they mm. may be um, they may be over invested because they have a lot on the line. Like they mm. they they've got like. 50% of their worth on this coin yeah. like it's so uh the the best or maybe they they just they've just seen the charts and they've seen that the ones they're in aren't doing well mm. but uh I don't know let's say for example bitcoin cash right now mm. oh that's doing amazing yeah. let me just buy let me buy that at 0.2 btc mm. um, a pop and that's that's classic for him really yeah, it is. um so it's it's uh it's definitely something to take into account. Um, usually, usually when these f- things are, are have risen, they they sometimes priced in um, more more than they're not. Um, and uh, like especially in a in a in a market like uh, cryptocurrency, uh, these two these two FOMO and FUD are at play all the time. It shows in its volatility. Mm. Um, yeah, to avoid doing, uh, giving into these stuff, like try um, buying in or selling in uh, daily and weekly uh, in daily and weekly portions and not all at once. Mm. It, it basically does um, an, average, an average cost. Mm. Uh, obviously, it's, it's, it's best to do your technical analysis as well along with that. Uh, but that just gives you a kind of a range of where um, where you feel comfortable with mm-hmm. uh, and putting stop losses is very important because sharp drops which are very possible within um, cryptocurrencies uh, can do happen and can happen mm. so uh, stop loss is sometimes a good way to let yourself sleep at night yeah <laughs> so uh, it's like a safety net there stop yeah loss exactly. basically um like yeah so yeah just selling sometimes when you've done really well on an ICO just selling off uh portions of your profit um portions of your your coin or token just to lock in some profits you've already received mm. um so yeah cuz you might have got lucky or you might have done your t- technical re- uh, analysis really well and it's, it everything you said was going to become true has came came true uh but you don't know how long this is going to last Mm. Uh, which is not, is, a, is a question you should be asking uh, if you're if you're um, like in, a, in 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 these in these uh, cryptocurrency markets. Exactly, and and even if you're a long term um, investor or even if you're a short term investor, you need to think about how long it will last. Because if you're a long term investor, you need to know will it last a long term. And if you're a short term investor, you need to know um, how long will this like for example this dip last. Um, like, is it gonna carry on? Is it a long-term dip or is it a short-term dip? Can I get in and 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 make some profit here, or am I just gonna get burnt as soon as I jump in? So you do have to take those things into account. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, don't, don't, I know a lot of people don't 
like the idea of they've hit an all-time high in the ICO they've got, mm. uh, and they want to sell, but they also don't want to sell because they might go higher. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you reach that scenario and you have that conflict within yourself, maybe it's better to just sell off maybe ten percent now, yeah, exactly. or maybe thirty-three percent now, or maybe fifty percent now, and then sell the rest later. Yeah. And you can see obviously if you sell that if that's gone down, you you've already cashed in. Mm. Um, uh, profit a higher profit yeah and you made you made a bit less but you still made profit mm. um or if it's went more you made a bit more profit so it's all about risk management exactly. and controlling your loss and your profit it's basically putting yourself in positions of control if you get into an investment you have no stop loss you're just in there you don't take into account whether it's long term or short term you just put the money in hoping that you're going to make money you're not you've you're in no way in control of that anything could happen and you, you could lose everything yeah you could make a lot of money too at the same time but it's just about risk risk reward reward um uh if you're listening to this and you're part of like um the forex group then you've probably heard me say this a lot lots of times but yeah it's all about um risk reward um in my book yeah, because yeah, I could only imagine if I, if, let's say I jumped into Bitcoin um, recently, just up, lean up to Segwit 2x, um, and then, you know, Segwit 2x not going going through. Bitcoin, you know, was increasing all the way up until that point, and just after it, it was still increasing. But then, imagine that sharp drop, mm. and I had invested all up until that point, and mm. I started at that point, Yeah, I would have lost everything. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a case of, yeah, managing your, you, you know, your loss there. Um, and, yeah, I, li- I like the... Um, the idea of the stop loss and, and just kind of just, you know, controlling that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, controlling what you're doing there. Yeah. You know, really, like, it, it, a lot of it goes down to, like, yeah, again, uh, it, it is real money we're, we're dealing with and obviously this is it's a tool and we, we can use money as a tool to get very, like, do different things in life. So, mm. um, there is an emotional aspect of, uh, there's always that emotional aspect when it comes to money. However, um, you can, you can, you can, mitigate that by just avoiding going all in sometimes mm. and just kind of um just breaking up your the, how much you can actually risk um just put yourself at risk less by yeah. by uh putting it into portions mm. um you, you're going i was just gonna say i'm just gonna remind the guys that we're not actually financial advisors so for you know we could be chatting crap right now but so if you actually do want some financial advice we'd suggest going to a professional financial advisor for all that stuff but this is just our opinions and how we do things personally yeah i'd, I'd like to see it as um imagine you're um at a casino and you're gambling you know you want that little plight friend on the side going me i don't think that's a great idea <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah i don't think that's a great idea don't yeah. put it all in just be a bit safe mm. exactly um well, yeah, in 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 the markets anyway, mm. what you can do when obviously, if you're if you're if say you're a day trader because that's what they do, they trade. You you've done day trading mm. uh, quite a lot, Jeff, and you know for a fact you can't day trade twenty four seven nonstop. No, I actually prefer swing trading to be honest to mm. day trading because um, day trading you can lose a lot of money day trading. Like when I first started trading, full stop. Like I was trading, I was day trading. Like that's just what I first started off doing, and it was okay. But it's not in the long term. It's not profitable, in my opinion. You have to 
the, especially in volatile markets yeah. like it's so crazy like the forex market is very volatile but the cryptocurrency market is crazy even compared worse to that. yeah i know so um yeah you've got uh for me um swing trading is better because it gives you more time um to analyze it gives you more room for that volatility um of course um you can't you, you can't put in like basically the same amount of portions of investments into a swing trade because it's a larger long term longer term um trade and uh, more space for it to move and things like that so you're more you're at more risk in terms of like depending on where you put your stop loss and stuff but um yeah so as for me really um it's a thing of basically managing everything and like i said before risk reward make sure you have your stop loss yeah yeah uh yeah I, I was gonna say that uh using like with with how markets are it's not it's not always a case where you can see a good trade mm. or you you might find yourself in a position where oh i don't know where the market's gonna go mm. and you might be in market watching this markets for maybe days months weeks um so there are downtimes in markets and there are times where you need to like take a step back and re- um analyze what's going on mm. um so yeah you should you should use downtimes in the markets to research and plan ahead doing so doing so will allow you to to plan for plan a strategies mm. and plan for plan b strategies for them and maybe even plan c yeah just so you know going going forward uh what you're going to do so you might find a, a forecast of um future dev nodes or mm. future hard forks or just future improvements on ICOs which you're interested in and you can you know that you're going to go from ICO A pull it into ICO B sell wait mm. you, this this will give your your psyche um, more just, of a chance more of a chance yeah. to not be um, sorted by the market exactly sort yeah. sort by the market and just be defaulted like, yeah, yeah. going in with a plan will stop you making emotional decisions yeah. and it's the emotional decisions will make you lose money it's like going into battle with armor and weapons weaponry if you go into the market with no strategy your 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 life is about to get you it's going to change and it, it will change basically yeah. let's just say it put that way but yeah i think we should move on to the coin the coin of the week that we're going to speak about it's actually my personal favorite coin um, just my personal favorite coin. I like I like it a lot. Um, it's IOTA, and for you guys who've never heard of IOTA, it's um, it's it's a special coin because it's not actually based on the blockchain. It's got its own technology, which is kind of an upgrade of a blockchain, which I find really fascinating, called the Tangle. And the main distinctions between the tangle and the blockchain is that there are no miners on the on the tangle and that um basically the verification of transactions is done by transactions so for let's try i'll try and keep it simple it's quite difficult to explain without visual aids but i'll try my best so every transaction has to verify two previous transactions in order to be placed on the tangle so when you place your tra- transaction your transaction 
um, verifies two transactions and then that transaction that you just placed gets verified by, by another one yeah. that is verifying two other transactions so yours and something else and so it goes on by, like that and the reason why this is special is because it makes it very secure because for example it makes it I think we've spoken about quantum quantum computers in our group but um, aside from that um you can basically brute force like a brute force attack is basically when a computer is attacked by some sort of virus or several computers and basically overloaded mm. so like a ddos attack yeah and the reason why um well right now on the blockchain that wouldn't be possible but in the future there will be computers that could do that but that's something the blockchain will have to deal with um in the future but the tangles already built to like defend that against that sort of thing and actually become stronger when you attack it because in order for you to attack the um the um tangle or to be part of the tangle you, you're basically giving it more power because every transaction every input you put into it creates two verifies two other inputs mm. and so therefore makes the whole tangle bigger and stronger and that to me is like something um, that is very underrated at the moment. Uh, it, it, IOTA seems to have been getting a lot of hate, but I think it's down to a lot of misunderstanding and there's other factors which will we'll come along, uh, speak about. Um, but um, another thing that um, comes out to me about IOTA is that the transaction times are super fast because of the structure of the tangle. Now, Bitcoin, I think, does how many um, transactions per second? I think like exactly. like seven or something, Th three to seven or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, and then Ethereum, which is faster, does like fifteen to twenty, and PayPal does like two hundred, and Mastercard does like one thousand two hundred, mm. and already IOTA without even having that many users, yeah, compared to the others has a transaction time of 1,000 transactions per second. And you can do it faster. Yeah. Depending on how many people use exactly. It. The more people use it, the faster it becomes, the yeah. better it becomes. And another thing, IOTA, the main um, focus of IOTA is um, internet of everything. So basically that's like the interconnectivity of, of machines. So in the future, for example, um, I think Andy does a lot of work with this, um, like where you work in terms of like development, like um, so computers being like basically an automated home. So your home, they'll say you have a fridge, and your fridge can detect um, when certain amount of foods have run out in your um, fridge, and then basically sends a message to I don't know a shopping company yeah. or something and then that shopping company delivers it to you and it's all sort of automated that sort of thing yeah. and that could be run on the tangle because every um, transaction will be secure and and safe so no one will be able to hack into your computer into your um, network your home network and um, basically know what's going on with your fridge for example not that i don't know why anyone want to know that but yeah yeah you know what i mean like yeah I, well inter internet of things is is def it's like we're, we're talking about how like blockchain technology is like the big thing mm. in, it, it's more enterprise and business level yeah uh in terms of consumer level um internet of things is the neck is the thing yeah it's happened it's yeah. already there yeah you just need to look at amazon yeah uh 
anything like they've got these like little dash things like that you you put them on your wall and mm. when you run out of uh, I don't know personal washing up tablets yeah. you press it and it orders it to yeah, your home yeah. so like it is and connect, it's like um, those things um, a hive I think it's like yeah. an app that basically yeah. you can change your um, your heating with yeah. Yeah, and stuff like that you can basically be outside on the tube not on the tube you might not have connection but outside waiting for the bus <laughs> and um, you basically turn on your heat and so by the time you get home it's all warm for you and you get yeah. home you're cosy and stuff so yeah yeah, I think one thing we haven't touched on though is, is, is in terms of the finance behind it. Um, if you could imagine um, that every transaction that happens on a blockchain, um, as a blockchain gets bigger, it gets more costly because mm. um, you've got to obviously get more people to mine it, etc., etc., etc. And before you know it, the cost of mining and everything else in terms of transaction fees will go up. Mm. Um, Bitcoin, for example, um, I believe right now it's averaging around $5, I believe, um, for a transaction. Um, don't take my exact word on it, saw it somewhere. Mm. Um, but uh, what IOTA is suggesting is that um, there will be pretty much zero transaction fees um, because naturally, you know, you're actually in, in authorizing other transactions. Um, to get your transaction through in the first place exactly. and uh um, sorry to cut you up there mm -hmm. but i just remembered um that is basically um what you just highlighted there is is key because it's proof of work but a much more efficient version of proof of work so instead of having to use up all this electricity do so much damage to the um environment, environment have this huge powerful computer that's heating up your whole room um, your normal computer, normal device can verify these transactions and that is your proof of work. That's the work you've put in and you've earned the right to basically have your transaction validated. So yes, it is very, it's a lot more economical in that sense, like what you were saying. Yeah, and, and, and in terms of economy, it's continue the eco approach. Mm. Um, it's actually self-sustaining, you know. As demand increases, especially for, with the Internet of Things, you're going to find out nearly, you know, there'll be way more devices. I think, again, the, the projection by 2020 would be about 28 million devices that will run on the Internet of Things. Um, naturally, uh, that would mean more transactions, etc. But in the way that Tangle works, if it can keep on growing, it will be able to, you know, um, ensure that it can keep up with the demand, mm. pretty much, which yeah. I think is quite interesting um, if, you, if you think about, anything vending machines mm. um you know anywhere we're going to go off and we're going to actually maybe use cryptos to actually pay for things um those micro transactions will happen from our devices straight to the, the other device on the other side mm. um and we would need pretty much no transaction fees otherwise you know you'll be paying for maybe a chocolate bar at the vending machine quickly with your phone with a transaction but the transaction fee will be more than the actual uh <laughs> yeah the actual <laughs> bar like yeah, yeah. That'd be the case if, it was, if you're buying it with Bitcoin. Yeah, it? exactly. If you were trying to buy a Snickers bar with Bitcoin, it would the transaction fee would be a lot more than the actual Snickers bar. Especially right now as well. Yeah, exactly. With <laughs> its, yeah, exactly. With the situation it is in with like Bitcoin Cash and everything. But yeah, like IOTA is something special. But it's not all peaches and cream. Um, they do have a lot of... There's a lot of backlash from the um, community like I said before it's mainly to do with misunderstanding but they aren't fully open source they've hidden certain aspects of their code now their argument is that it's 
because like for security reasons because certain aspects of their codes if if certain people knew about it they'd be able to manipulate or um attack the system and some people arguing well you can attack the system can't you or you know that sort of thing or or um it should be completely open source and things like that so they get a lot of hate um there was a mit report that came out saying that they could get attacked and stuff but that was slightly malicious in my opinion because um it they couldn't actually be attacked because there's only a set there's a section of code that needs to be applied to the vulnerability that only they have so if us if um some attacker was about to use that same vulnerability or was trying to um um basically take advantage of that vulnerability it wouldn't work because they don't have a certain code that only iota developers have so yeah that was that was that but that's a complicated situation i don't think i'll go through the whole thing today but yeah iota as a whole i think is very special it's unique it brings a whole new fresh look at proof of work a lot more efficient um i think the real world applications are going to come into effect in the next few um years and we'll see it more and more i think you can get smart light bulbs um i saw someone online had smart light yeah, bulbs flux, yeah yeah and they can they're basically part of the internet of things um universal framework um you know those little um automated um vacuum machines you know like they look like yeah. disc yeah, yeah they're part of it as well if your room starts to get a bit dirty or something and then they st and they start learning you know ai ties into it yeah. it's just it's basically the future and i don't see any way that iota is just gonna disappear really the technology is too strong the developers are very smart and that's another thing though a lot of people don't like the developers because they feel like the developers are kind of up their own bums but um, not to be too crude, but yeah, uh, I I really think that they are actually geniuses. Uh, that's just my opinion. I might be biased at the moment. For me, it's a long-term hold because I don't see the community accepting it properly yet. But one of the barriers it has is that it's only on one exchange at the moment. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, maybe when it comes onto more exchanges, the price yeah. would go up. Um, apparently, there's talks of it being added to Bitrex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm definitely gonna buy some. I think if I if all right at the right price. Mm. Um, but yeah, one of the reasons why they haven't been on a lot of exchanges is because they've uh, they haven't made many friends. Um, and this is a community where you need to kind of make friends, and collaborations are a good thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, being open source and collaborating with. Um, investors who are also devs or people who believe in your project as well mm. tends to be a good thing yeah uh like you can see like the whole decentralization is inherently a good thing yeah uh like it um i does there's there's been got questions of uh well we can't see the code like yeah it may people start thinking oh the the people making it are up to something malicious mm. and I mean, I guess they have a right to feel that way because uh, with ICOs uh, and a lot of them being less, um, let's be frank, often scams. Yeah, yeah. Often just 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 money grabs. Mm. Uh, you can see why people want want to ask questions and want to ask why well, why why aren't you showing us like uh, what like so if you, if the security is is at risk why like shouldn't mm. you work on it stronger like uh, more sorry. Um, but I, I personally, 
overall, I think Iota looks amazing. Mm. Same. I definitely... I can go on about it all day, but... <laughs> Um, unfortunately we don't have that much time like IOTA is something um, underrated and you know for me I'm, from an investor's point of view I'm kind of happy it's underrated at the moment because <laughs> I can just get IOTA for cheap like um, it was like 35p per um, coin um, um, when I got it and um, yeah there's um there's so many uh, like there's so many applications that we'll have in the future. Bosch did a speech um lately um they were doing some sort of keynote, and they mentioned IOTA and possibly working with IOTA. So I think uh, people are starting. To, yeah, Bosch is a big company, a household name. Like they make your washing machines, cookers, and they're gonna be heavily involved in Internet of Things. Yeah. And integrating something like IOTA would just bring it into the household, and that is when adoption that there's no other coin that can be put in the household like that exactly there's, yeah, there's awesome. nothing so that's how you get um like adoption in the everyday house everyday um homes people may have apps connecting their phones to their washing machine doing their online shopping all with iota and that is the future that i see um but i might be wrong like um this is just my opinion my uh, personal personal belief um, I'm sure there's there's still a lot of other good coins out there. I still love Ethereum. I think there's there's I think there's space for a lot of coins, but I think Vitalik Buterin, um, the creator of Ethereum, said he came out and said ninety percent of these coins are just gonna die, and you have to I have to agree with that because there's so many of them they can't all be the coin that everyone's using. 90% is kind of a generous um, amount if you think about the amount of coins. There must be thousands of cryptocurrencies out there at the moment. Yeah. It, and I, I mentioned it to someone and they were like, no, no way, 90%, that's too high. I think that's too, I think that's too low. Um, but, you know, um, you, you kind of have to um, take these things with a, a pinch of salt, I suppose, and you got to look at things in the same, in a certain way, so... You know, IOTA for me is is the one. Maybe for you, something else is. Um, but yeah, like I said, I can talk about IOTA all day. I'm a bit <laughs> passionate about it. But you know, that's that's me. And when I'm investing, I have to try and step away from that sort of emotion, kind of what we were talking about. But we are human after all. Yeah. But like Michael Junior in the group said, um, always says you got to be like a robot when you're investing. <laughs> you'll be a machine think like a computer so yeah um i think that's it for iota do you have guys have anything else to say about iota well i think uh one we just realized that jeffrey's actually a blockchain anyway um <laughs> but uh <laughs> um yeah i agree with iota um i think that it has the potential to be um one of the biggest cryptos really really soon um, I think especially, you know, as the Internet of Things starts to pick up, something that is, 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 is in its kind of feature stage. So I think once it's uh, a bit more mainstream and IOTA, you know, uh, profits off of that, I think uh, you, you'll find that the coin will be much, much more valuable. Um, and it's just it's just waiting. As I said, it's about uh, 28 million um, devices are, are said to be uh, in 2020, I believe, Um taken on this approach of the internet of things and 
it's going to be everywhere you know just as much as we always thought that you know you're going to have shop assistants and shops and now all, all of a sudden you've got computers replacing them mm. it's the future mm. um and you know they're going to be one of the first adopting this future just as much as apple with mm. with the iphone um adopting the future is a key thing um to you know growth mm. um and yeah i'm really excited if i'm honest with you to see what ios is capable of and uh you know if they work with big companies such as bosch you know what comes of it mm. um it's, it's you know if you're into tech you should be really excited at this point in time not just in the coin but just just in terms of tech in, in itself yeah. um so it's an exciting time and yeah can't wait to see what happens uh for me in terms of iota um it's yeah it's the technology was what's um, impressed me the most uh obviously um iota aren't in 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 a sense like they are blockchain but they're not blockchain mm. um tangle is its own thing yeah um it has similar properties mm. um it does it, it um it's interesting how that if there's if this like people are saying it's blockchain 2.0 mm. there, there's talks of that uh which i think is interesting i would like to see more um but i, I, I right now i know that um it's still uh, pretty much in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's definitely an ICO which I'm going to continue watching very closely mm. um, until I can actually buy some. Um, and then I I think it's going to be a long term hold for me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like again, we we we've said this before. Um, there there are coins who who have come before, who 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 may have done it better or worse and then maybe coins would come come after and do it better or worse it's it will be interesting to see how well iota, how iota does in in this market um i hope that they make more friends and i hope they make more collabs like you said with bosch which i think is incredible mm. and again they've they've they finally might be on bitrex now mm. which is incredible yeah these are steps which need to be taken i mean a dollar might be in sight yeah could be yeah, it's been rising over the f- past few days. Yeah, it has. And you know what I just realised? IOTA is basically like the Hulk. The more you attack it, the stronger it gets. <laughs> that blows my mind. Wow. That's something to think about, guys. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think um, that's it from us today. Um, so yeah, overall, we spoke about Segwit and the effects that had and what's going on with Bitcoin Cash and, and Bitcoin at the moment. We'll have to see what happens. We'll probably end up speaking about that next week, depending on what happens over yeah. this week. Um, Electronium, hopefully they can sort things out with, um, you know, coming up and like getting running and, and sort out all the bugs they have. Uh, the worst thing for them would be to just start up again and get hacked again. I think that would just oh, be the worst be tragic. thing. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, we spoke about the one of the barriers for for cryptocurrencies and the barriers for adoption is human psychology, which is a big one, probably its biggest one. Um, and it's human psychology for you as an investor. And then finally, IOTA. Um, so yeah, I hope we helped you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll be back um, next week. Um, if you want to support us um give this a listen on soundcloud or youtube upvote it on steam it like and subscribe to our youtube channel sign up to one of the exchanges in the description or you can um secure your cryptocurrency with a hardware wallet by using our referral code in the description um 
but yeah thanks for listening guys um yeah see ya have a good week take care guys